Agotener Shabbos, everyone. We're about to begin. Beses Hashem, Shir number 99 in the Svarim of Zelk Pliskin. We're this safer on self-confidence and self-esteem. And today we're going to talk about how to maintain self-confidence when challenged by pessimists. Not only pessimists, but people who put you down and who bash you. And to learn how to, regardless of that, to maintain self-esteem and self-confidence in a healthy way. Even the most talented and most capable people will be challenged by pessimists. There will be people who will focus on negative possibilities always. They may have tried things themselves that didn't work out, or they may know a lot of people who are not successful, or they just generally have a pessimistic attitude. And if if you're self-confident, they will tell you and explain to you why your self-confidence is not warranted. And don't automatically assume that others are correct when they try to talk you out of things or try to put you down or try to water down your, your, your enthusiasm about something. Now, the truth is, is that even though self-confidence and self-esteem is an inner quality, it's understandable that when you get challenges from other people who don't value you or who don't see your potential, that could cause you to sh- be shaken in that confidence, especially if it's a Rebbe or teacher or Mechanech that put you down and told you you were a nothing. Somewhere may have been well-meaning, or they want to protect you from being disappointed by saying, you are you know, don't expect much from you. And some are just skeptical about your, your, your abilities and about your potential. Now, the truth is, is uh, uh, all of us, when we get constructive criticism, we need to be open to that objective feedback. Sometimes they question our ability about something or our qualification about something that may, may actually be valid until we learn a certain skill. They may, they may be telling the truth. On the other hand, though, very often another person's negative, negativity does, may not reflect at all what your actual abilities and potentials are. Very often when someone criticizes you, it's reflecting their own self-image. And when you have a realistic self-confidence, you have a better chance to, for success. Now, does that, 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 that doesn't mean that you hide from your flaws. It's always good to have a good friend who could point out the problems that you have and to help you work through it. But don't listen to everyone who puts you down. Many experts were pessimistic about major accomplishments that were reached, and they were still reached by people with self-confidence in their goals. Many people with remarkable talents were not recognized as talented by everyone they met, but it became obvious to all that these self-confident people had the talent that they thought they had. And we have stories all along where Mechanchem unfortunately sometimes said, you'll always be a nobody, you are a nobody. And the reverse happened to take place, where they grew tremendously and they became great. So when you have a strong sense of self-confidence in what you want to do, don't allow unwarranted negativity to stop you. On one other extreme, you know, you can't let your ego get the better of you if someone is indeed giving you constructive criticism. You don't just... Back, you know, push them away. You need to not be egotistical about it and say, you know, maybe they have a point. But in many situations, their way of putting you down is not grounded in reality. And 
the key really is is to not pay attention to that look at whatever real constructive criticism there is to learn from but don't make uh, assumptions that their prediction is 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 fact and that's very important to know and when you take action and you do what you need to do in life in face of the pessimism that builds your self-confidence even if you only achieve and accomplish on a smaller scale than you initially planned your accomplishment, your accomplishment, nevertheless, showed you that you can really do more than all these naysayers and all these people that bashed you thought that they, you know, thought of you. Now there are some people with high level of self confidence that had to try again and again before they succeeded, and their confident attitude allowed them to keep trying even when others who had left less self confidence would give up. But they were patient and they were persistent. And their persistence paid off. This is the idea of not giving up. And the idea is, when you think about self-confidence, what right have you to have self-confidence? Isn't it arrogance? The answer is it's the opposite of arrogance. Because this self-confidence, what we're talking about here, is not about you or your ego. It's about your, the God-given talents that he gave you. It's a matana, but he gave you that matana. And the persistence is a key. So, for example, you have light bulbs that Edison viewed the first 10,000 time tries that didn't work. And telephones, same idea. Alexander Graham Bell wasn't stopped by those who said, you're a dreamer, you don't know what you're talking about. Same thing with airplanes. The Wright brothers kept on doing their experiments with flying planes in the air and, and until they finally got it going. And same thing with radios and other forms of wireless communication. That's Marconi, refused to be stopped. So that's the persistence of those visionaries. And the greatest people become great because they weren't stopped by people who didn't share their vision. Don't let a lack of self-confidence stop you from doing what you can succeed. Don't allow pessimists to diminish your self-confidence. And it's so, so important. Now, Rabbi Kliskin, he was very close to Rabbi Noach Weinberg, Zeichet Tzadik Levracha. He said that he was Zeichet to see Rabbi Noach Weinberg, Weinberg firsthand for many, many years. He had tremendous goals. And there were many people who thought that his goals were unrealistic. And he used to say all the time, Rabbi Noach Weinberg, winners never quit and quitters never win. And he faced a lot of adversity with a lot of spirit a lot of kayach. He knew what he had set to accomplish and we have Eishatayra opposite the Kaisel as a testimony of his kayach. And I read his biography. I have to truly read it again. He suffered a lot of opposition. He was crushed. There was a whole thing with the Arsameach and how he left and it was, it was a difficult matzah for him and he was criticized a lot and he just kept at it. He kept at it and you see what happened. And again, you know, if you have a true Rebbe, a true friend that is honest with you and tells you based on certain capabilities, maybe you're, ju- you're, you're biting more than you can chew, okay, that's fine. But for, for most people, usually when they are criticizing you, they're not basing it on fact, they're not basing it on really knowing who you really are. And for those people, you don't pay attention at all. 
So that's a very, very important aside about self-esteem and self-confidence to learn and train to maintain that confidence even when you're challenged by pessimists and other people who try to put you down. Another topic that we're going to talk about as well here is to deal with the past with a certain level of acceptance. Sometimes the past is hard to accept. Either you have a hard time believing that that past is over and it's too late to do certain things, or you had some trauma in the past, or, or whatever it is. But the idea being is it's very key, important not to get stuck in it and to reach a certain type of, of acceptance, which is similar to the grieving process. The famous Swiss psychiatrist Elizabeth Kubler-Ross back in 1969 developed five stages of grieving that people go through when they face their own impending illness or death, chas and others, and there are different stages. We're not going to get into it right now, but there's denial, and then anger, and then you're bargaining, and then the feeling down. Finally, there's an acceptance. There's an acceptance, and that create gives a certain calmness and dignity. And this model helps us with coping with many types of losses, not just death, something as dramatic and traumatic as that, but generally our health or our youth or our dreams or our hopes of the past that got smashed or relationships that suffered. And there's a grieving process of mourning the loss of something that could have had potential to happen and didn't happen. But at some point in time, it's so, so important to move on, to feel that sense of loss, to get to the point where you grieve it and then you let go. And it's not an easy process. It's a very... Um, not so easy process when you're grieving from hurtful memories and you are hurt and you express that hurt but at some some point to get to a point to say that I look forward to grow from this hurt. I am bitter because of things that happened in the past. Now I am saying that my bitterness will gradually be replaced by a sense of gratefulness. I will sweeten that bitterness with Hakara Satoiv and soften that bitterness and ultimately heal that bitterness. And that is the real healing, true way to go about um, moving on from the past. And like we said many times, this directly has a correlation with self-esteem because when you accept the past with acceptance, first of all, you need self-esteem to do that. And that creates further self-esteem in a healthy way. Another idea of self-esteem, which sounds unusual, but it's so, so true, and that is to nurture your physical health. To take care of your overall general health will boost your self-esteem. When you use and utilize healthy habits of physical well-being, exercising healthy, eating healthy, being physically active, eating nutritious foods, getting your normal ishtadlis of going to the doctor and getting checkups and blood work, regular ishtadlis. All of these things that improve and you work on improving your physical well-being, at some point in time, you will see how that 
increases tremendously your self-esteem and self-confidence. I said this many times before. Ravidav Millis said this many times in, in, in his Shiorim that he gave over this, that he had many Bahram that were suffering from terrible depression or terrible anxiety up to a point of Kamat a nervous breakdown. And the Bahram came to him crying that there's something really, really wrong with them. And they're sick. And Ravik Damila saw right away what it was and told them, before you panic about how you're feeling, follow my instructions. And he followed instructions. He told them to eat three square healthy meals a day spaced out normally, a solid breakfast, a solid lunch, a solid supper, gave him exactly what to eat, fresh bread, um, vegetables, whatever it is, cut out the sugar, cut out the candy, just but eat enough and eat good of those three healthy meals a day and to get adequate sleep. And he said that even if you have to leave the dorm or whatever it is, you get that you lay down in bed and even if you can't sleep, you're in bed for seven hours, eight hours, whatever it is, and you rest and then you get your sleep. And he had this Bodhika Manusa with many Bahram that and he said, don't just stick to it. Whether you uh, feel better, don't feel better, uh, wh- whether you, you think it's a bit tired, not a bit tired, just do exactly what I say. And when they followed that prescription, a month, six weeks later, they were like a new person. They were like a new person, a lot of the anxiety left, a lot of the things were uh, 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 emotional issues were, 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 were resolved based on simply taking care of themselves in a physically healthy way. And getting enough sleep. And this is an interesting Ravik Demel. I just want to say Stamazai, which is interesting that even though Mishle and others talk about sleeping less, and one of the things that the Taira is, the Yukaina Taira is with Ma'at Shena, with less sleep. But Ravik Demel explained very strongly, especially in our Dar, the way the Rambam teaches and others teach, that it's um, in those days, um, you, you ran the risk of, 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 of because, let's say, in the winter months, and they didn't have electricity, and they only had learned by lamp or by light or by candle or whatever it was. So Mamela, you know, at 6 o'clock in the evening, it was already dark and everything, whatever it is, and they had just a little light, and it was very conducive to just having these real long sleeping situations. These days, because of electricity, all the brachas of electricity, the negative part of electricity is, is people don't settle down at night till very, very late. Technology also creates that problem. So with us, it's really, we require more sleep than less sleep. It's not a laziness. If someone runs afterward, escapes into bed all the time, it's not healthy. But to get normal sleep is good. So what I'm trying to say here, which is very important, is that the physical care of a person is directly connected to the health esteem of the person. Because once you feel better, you're eating better, you're exercising better, you're less anxious, you're less tired, you're more self-confident in what you do. All this is by watching your physical health and being behind the mitzvah of Ashmarta Mesnav Shesechem. So that is a very important key element to develop your self-esteem. And to recognize that you have the ability to heal from past hurts, which can improve your self-esteem. You can find happiness within yourself, and that even though you can't change things that happened to you, 
but you can choose your response. You can choose your attitude. You can choose your mahalachachayim in your mindset going forward. That's a very important concept to, to, um, to absorb. But to summarize some of the main points we discussed in this particular share is number one is to maintain your self-confidence and self-esteem when challenged by pessimists, when challenged by people who put you down, and persistence matters, and you keep at it. We said the story of Rav Noach Weinberg, and the truth is it could apply to everybody. Everyone can accomplish fulfilling their potential and doing great things. They don't listen to the naysayers. If you have a true Rebbe that you trust that really sees your potential, he may tell you, yes, this thing is beyond you, that thing is beyond you, but so many things he'll tell you are not beyond you, and you could accomplish it, and will encourage you to accomplish it. It's also important to accept past with a certain acceptance. That also requires health, self, healthy self-esteem in order to do this. Similar to the grieving process, till you finally reach a state of acceptance. Here too, till you finally reach a state of healthy acceptance. And then the final point is to take care of your physical health, because that will automatically affect in a good way your self-esteem and your self-confidence when you feel well. And you try to be physically active, you eat nutritious foods, you do exercise, you stay away from sugars, and you have regular normal checkups with doctors, all of these things that you do. And you make a mitzvah, number one. And number two, emotionally, you'll become healthier. You'll see, you'll feel, you'll experience much less anxiety, much less depression, and you will grow. And, the, and, and also to heal from past hurts and to let things go and trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu, especially in Shalom Bayes, this is so true. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, help, we should all be zaycha to feel that healthy self-esteem, to feel that healthy well-being within ourselves. And, and that to translate, because again, the Ruchnius and the Gashmius of a Jew are so intertwined with one another. When you're not feeling well, it's very hard to, hard to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, very hard to concentrate in tefillah. So Bimela, whatever we, we uh, of course, health is in God's hands, but he wants us to do the Shtadlis. And by doing the Shtadlis in a healthy way and relying on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he will shower on us special bracha and give us special protection to keep us safe safe emotionally and safe physically. Have a wonderful Shabbos.